0: talking tens with your host nebraska gymnast kinsey davis on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket
1: hey y'all welcome back to 93.7 the ticket this is kinsey davis with talking tens and my special guest today is my senior katherine thaler also if you can hear taylor swift playing in the background oh that just made my night as
0: i was gonna say you got some new music I, it I, was got some, shout decision. out to rico yes. Rico. if you're listening appreciate it sir I'm pretty sure he's the one that put it together for us.
1: Yes, I sent him the song requests that I would like, so I don't (laughs) know why I'm freaking out. I literally submitted (laughs) this song to him, but thank you, Rico, for making this happen. But this is Talking 10, so we are talking all things gymnastics, and feel free to comment or call in if you have questions or want to know more about our upcoming season. So Kat and I were just discussing the floor lineup once again. As we mentioned, she's kind of training that I would say pretty heavily. I mean, she's pretty much there. Um, something that's different this year we were talking about was our depth of floor. And for those of you who don't know, we do six up five count score wise. So five scores count six girls go up and you can drop the lowest. Um, this year we have many more than six girls training floor. (laughs) So many more. (laughs) So it'll be interesting to see, you know, obviously the top six as decided by the coaches Mm -hmm. who maybe are most prepared or most confident even, um, will probably start us out this season. But, um, as I was telling Kat, there's really no saying that she couldn't fill her way in at some point because, uh, floor, in my opinion, is the most probably pounding and demanding event.
0: And real quick, how many people did you say you have right now competing for floor?
1: Or training for floor? Training, yeah, not competing, I guess. You would know more than me. I think I eight, mean, eight to like ten, no. No,
2: I think it's I think it's closer to ten.
1: Ten.
0: And yeah. only six can actually compete, correct? Yeah. Okay.
1: So there's definitely some good competition there, healthy competition to kind mm-hmm. of you know, see who can put the best routine together. But those who are maybe more experienced or have a more like natural ability for floor will probably want to be utilized more frequently. But um, if we needed to save them for any reason or if they wanted to take a break, because we compete every single weekend, it's mm-hmm. pretty demanding. Um, somebody might be be able to just kind of slide in there. So I don't yeah. know. Do you have any thoughts on that or do you agree? Or
2: I, I mean, I completely agree. I think that letting the – five or six people that are going to give us the best scores letting them have a little break is going to be so much more beneficial for them for us in the long run so hopefully that is something that we can do this year
1: yeah which would be a win-win because you know we definitely need to utilize them in postseason um and then also it would give people a chance mid-season to kind of showcase what they got as well which normally you know, we haven't had that kind of depth, so there was no option but to put people in that could do it, which ultimately leads to burnout. I mean, yeah. we got through last season pretty well towards the end there, but it's always nerve-wracking when you kind of don't have enough people. Um,
2: Same thing on bars. We, we've we had so many more people. Like, last year, it was only six, six of us that could actually do bars, and now we have, I think, close to 10, 12 mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So it sounds like you guys got a pretty skilled group. Sounds like a lot of people on your team can do multiple events. Is that, am I right in saying that? Mm -hmm. So last year, you said you're kind of lacking in depth. What was the reason for that? Just recruiting or just people weren't uh, necessarily used to doing things that all of a sudden became open?
1: I think that. So when you say we have, you know, a skilled group, Mm -hmm. I think. The group is really no different than last year. It's just that last year, I think our guard was let down in the fact that maybe people didn't train as much because they felt that they wouldn't, you know, necessarily give a nine nine routine. But this year, over summer, our coaches really stressed like, whatever you can do is beneficial. Like, please don't stop working things that we could use you on. And then they, found potential in themselves they probably didn't even know were there and now we have girls putting routines together that last year not that they didn't really try but it was just a thing that they didn't do that event mm-hmm. and now we're only a month out from season starting and people have routines together so it's really it's come a long way which is really exciting
2: also I think it was injuries and yeah there was just so many people unexpectedly not so many people but a couple people that Several. unexpectedly got hurt and so we were panicking and trying to find someone to get in to fill that spot um
0: was covid still kind of a thing for you guys last season or no was it pretty much done with at that point it was done okay
2: i think we still had to wear masks
1: yeah so we had one girl remember she had covid the first meet and she couldn't compete and then i i remember like There were bus rides. We were wearing masks because there was like concerns that maybe some of us did have it. I thought
0: I had it, so it's still kind of got hurt by it. But I I couldn't remember if you guys did or not.
1: Not as severe as the first year, but it still kind of existed. And then
2: Kylie missed two meets because of it. Yeah, and she was our floor person, floor vault, and we had to fill those two spots. Like, yeah, good
0: thing you got depth.
2: Yeah.
1: Yes, and so you know, we really say this in an optimistic way that Mm -hmm. we you know, we're just looking back at last season seeing how different we've done things this year and how, you know, exciting that is even all the way down to our conditioning, like the, how we can handle all these breaks and just keep coming back, you know, our body's sore, but I feel like our stamina is good because we put so much work in, in like July, August, and September that, you know, there begins to be a time where you train a lot in cardio and conditioning. And then, you know, it gets too much because you're starting to add reps of gymnastics and you can't maintain both. Mm-hmm. It's not sustainable. So we'll decrease in the conditioning, but now, you know, we're doing a lot of gymnastics, but, um, so at one point it's helping you a lot. Then it almost starts to hurt you because you're just like, you it's exhausting. So you kind of let up and then now it's starting to help us again. You know, like now we're, we're finding a good balance and I think we don't have to kill ourselves in conditioning because it's just about staying in good shape, not really getting into shape.
2: Yeah, and I think, like, the conditioning that we have done will help us get through – oh, oops, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> you're good. Um, Will get us through the rest of the season, and that is, mm-hmm. like I, – I feel like last year we just didn't have that, Mm-mm. and so it's going to be so much better and so much easier, I feel like.
1: Yeah, this, this November inter-squad was just really good for us. You know, this is my third year here and it's definitely the best one we've had in three years so it's just it was really an exciting time for us we all knew we had done well and so now we're gearing up for the December one which as I said it will just be one team and one Mm -hmm. lineup so it's going to be really interesting as Mm -hmm. we just talked a ton about depth how it's going to it's
2: definitely going to be competitive
1: yeah and this would be the most competitive year since I've been here too, which too. is good because it's gonna make us a strong team. Yeah, it's just iron sharpens iron. Exactly. So, um and I think it's great if everybody kinda gets a turn and you throw people in and out, like there's really no like nobody has a chance, like it's all or nothing. It's not like that. So I think that nobody's taking it like that. I think we're all understanding that it is competitive and whoever gets put in is probably like the cream of the crop, so to speak. <laughs> So
0: I did want to ask, so I know for postseason with swimmers and divers, if you hit a certain mark, you can make it to, I forget what the qualifying matches, but it's basically NCAAs where people that hit a certain threshold, they get to go compete to see if they can go uh, compete, you know, for their school and win like an individual for gymnastics, do you have a certain score that you have to make and then you can make it to like an invitational for NCAAs?
2: Um, Okay. It changed. I don't remember how last year worked, but bef- I don't Like regionals? So or... like, okay, so you're asking individually?
0: Yeah, so if you do well, I know for swimming, you can go compete if yes, you individually yes. in your event.
2: Yes, yeah. Me and Davis went my sophomore year, mm-hmm. so her freshman year, and then Davis went um, last, last year, year. Which was my sophomore So do you have
0: to hit a certain score, or is that just end of season?
2: It's car- called an ROI, right? it's like averaging all your scores up. And then if you're in the top so many, then you get to go and there's like four different sites that you get to go to. Okay. So I think it's called, it
1: might be called like an RQS is not because it's a regional qualifying score. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I think throughout season, Although it's a team event and you have a win and loss right. streak and then you also have team, you know, you want to try and get like a one ninety six or one ninety seven, those averages will place you like in a national rank and that is how you're ranked as a team, but your individual stats do matter. So for example, um consistency matters. So if I go mm-hmm. nine eight five, nine eight seven five, nine nine, you know, nine eight five, nine nine, and I kind of am hovering in this consistent area. You can have maybe like one – I mean, I, I think I had like two falls last year, um, but that was probably the max that I could have had, and I kind of knew that. Like towards the postseason, I started to get a little stressed because mm-hmm. I knew I couldn't really afford another mistake. Um, but what happens is the teams that do make regionals, if I'm not mistaken, those teams make regionals, and we were not high enough seated to make regionals as a team, which means that you take all of those top teams of the country out – of the running, and then after that, it's like individual placements from those teams that are not already going. So, for example, okay, if teams sense. have people who are getting tens and nine nine seven fives that are you know better than others, but their team's are already going, then you would get reevaluated and re ranked. So, okay, yes, to answer your question, that does happen in gymnastics, and we both went there were six of us that went uh-huh. from. Nebraska, um my freshman year, mm-hmm. her sophomore year, and she qualified on beam and I qualified on bars, so it just means that your, you know consistent score like what do you remember what you would have scored on beam like I think you had s- definitely popped in the nine nines several times
2: um, of time. i think I think I only got a nine nine once, but I was really close a couple more times mm-hmm. so I was probably like a nine eight seven five range yeah for my rqs yeah so then those averages kind of
0: but you can really only afford a couple it sounds like you can only afford a couple mistakes serious mistakes before you're kind of out of the running Mm -hmm. if you have like three or four significant mistakes you're probably not in the mix anymore yeah Uh, it is intense how'd you pull yourself together then towards the end (laughs) there (laughs) that's a mean way to phrase that because obviously you're doing very well
1: no no that's okay um Yeah, it's just because if you think about it, like let's say you have a fall, Mm -hmm. you're automatically at a 9.5, if not probably less, and you know your scores are getting averages. So the lower you have and the lower you have, if you continue to do that, you're not probably – you need to probably be hovering anywhere between like a 9.85 and a Mm 9.9 average. So if you are making tons of mistakes and pulling in lower scores, then it just won't be enough. Um, I – huh? I don't remember – I had like right in mid, probably it wasn't even mid season yet. I kind of had like, I was doing really well. And then mm-hmm. I just hit like a moment, like a little bump in the road twice in a row. And then I don't really know. It took, it was like a mental thing for me because I knew the gymnastics was there. I was just starting to question myself as we mentioned right. earlier. Cause now I had made two mistakes. So I was like, okay, like what can I, the first time was bad. And then the next time, I did it again. So I was like, Oh, I really need yeah, to like, just... not do that again. Um, but the time I came out of it was big fives, which would have probably been the halfway point. And that was just an amazing meet. And I wasn't worried about that at all myself. I was competing for my team. Like I'm always competing for my team, but the
0: team performed pretty well. I want to say at that point too, didn't everyone yeah. do really well that day?
1: Yeah. Did that we was second. We got second in our session. Yes. Yeah. And that was just an amazing meet. But what had happened was, um, I got t- my career high. Yeah. Yeah. Nine, nine.
2: S- I don't know. Two, five, maybe.
1: Nine, nine, two, five.
2: Nine, nine, five. I don't remember. And
1: you, were, you were last, right? Mm-hmm. So we started on beam, which is like the scariest place to start, I feel like. Yeah. Um, we beat
2: Minnesota that meet. We did. We beat, oh, like, so I don't exciting. know what they were ranked,
1: like number six or Yeah, they eight, were high up there. But they were high. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> we started on beam. No, I love reminiscing on it. It was such a cool moment. But. Uh, we started on beam and Kat anchored us and got her career high and we were on podium. So it's like super official and you know, you have to be prepared to start anywhere, but it's just, we hadn't gotten a feeling for the equipment yet because it was our first rotation. So of Mm -hmm. course we would start on beam, but we hit an amazing rotation. So that just set us up for the whole meet, but we were hitting every person that went up hit and then we ended on bars and this is where I had issues. So I was like, okay. And the teammate who went in front of me had fallen and then there was two of us left. So we both really needed a hit to not count her fall. So there was really no choice but to like step up and rise. So at, in that moment, I just gained a lot of confidence because I felt like I could handle going after her. And if anybody needed to put that on them, I felt like I could do it. Yeah. Um, and then Absolutely. from there, it started to get good again. So,
0: so you had to just really trust yourself to pull through for the team there because obviously yeah. uh I, unfortunately someone takes a fall that you don't want but then you kind of had to reestablish your confidence there because you said you made that just two meets in a row was just like a little bump you said you had where you had that same error yeah how, real quick here we don't got a ton of time but as a gymnast when you do the same thing wrong twice how how is that just brutal to get past or do you have to you know, just rethink it and then just take a deep breath and say, No, it's fine. I still got it. Or was it a long process? Because uh, obviously I that meat brought was- you back alive, but what was it kind of like going into that meat?
1: It was not fun or easy. <laughs> I was just, you know, had self doubt for no reason. Like, mm-hmm. I yeah, because you were doing awesome before. Not it. for no reason, because I had made mistakes, but mm-hmm. I just personally have a hard time brushing things off. And I think if that had happened to anyone else, they would have brushed it off a lot easier. But I just was kicking myself a lot for it Um, and I just didn't want to make that mistake again so then it overwhelms you and you think about it more which Mm -hmm. is more counterproductive so (laughs) it's not easy but somehow you get through it whether that's just the support of the team or like more reps in the gym like something about you has got to get that confidence back up but do you have any experiences of this too because I'm sure I mean
2: yeah I I probably have fallen on beam and just like overthought it like I'm I'm very similar to you just like overthinking it and then trying to go back in the gym and making sure that every turn I take is perfect so then when I get to that meet I'm just as confident as I was before I fell um but it's like you almost
1: play this catch-up game where you have to do like double the reps which is not the case at all you just need to remain normal (laughs) but it's like for some reason we need to do 50 more to outweigh the one bad one and i totally know like what she's talking about and like
2: even though like i did so much in that gym i still have like this little doubt that and i'm like okay i cannot mess this up and you just think about it so much even when you're on the beam after that turn you know yeah
0: yeah, I will say it does seem like gymnastics is absolutely huge in terms of you need the confidence to believe in yourself and not, because uh, you know in football you mess up on the old line. Well, it's just one play. You got a million other plays. Gymnastics, you got to go uh, when your time to shine. So we got to go to break though. Appreciate you guys listening. We got one more segment. This is Talking Tense. i I'm Harrison Nard Harris running the board. We got the host Kinsey Davis here with us as always, and special guest Catherine Thaler. We'll be back right after this break. Check out and watch all of the ticket weeknight shows live on the Sarter Heyman Jewelers video stream on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. This is Talk Intense on 93.7 The Ticket and the theticketfm.com.